years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Bob. Hey. Hi. How are you? Good, man. Big day today. Big day today. Right? Yeah. Today's the last day uh, for our kids, man. It is. Summer vacation starts after they go to school today. North Allegheny, they're out today. Last day for our kids in school. Pretty sure they're the last school district going, right? Uh, yeah. Like everybody's already out, but it's our last day of school for our kids. But beside the point, though, even bigger day for me today, Bob. We're going to Children's Hospital after the show today. True. A big day there. Yep, yep. We're doing something over there to get everybody ready for the uh, for the walk for Children's next weekend. So we got that going on. So a couple of things there, but it all pales in comparison to what's happening at my house today, Bob. New refrigerator. Oh, my. Uh, what a day. Oh, What my. a day for me, man. New refrigerator day. Wow. Whoa. Wow. I'm excited. Uh, my wife bought it for me for Father's Day. Like weeks ago. Yeah, you've been waiting for this. I, I have been. I have been. I, I almost want to say it was like a month ago she ordered this new fridge, but it gets delivered today. I'm so excited, man. Oh, I can't wait. What a time. Yeah. It's one of those two. It's it, it's kind of crazy, but not as crazy as you can get. Fancy, though. Refrigerators now are like the most expensive ones are completely just bonkers. They're just, they're crazy. Like TVs. A TV basically, on your fridge. Basically a computer. Uh, where, tablet hooked up to your... Yeah, like a tablet where you can do your grocery list right on your fridge there. I don't need all that. It's that... I don't know if maybe I'm just getting older, but all that just seems like too much for me. Like, I don't need that. That's over technology for me. It does seem like a lot. But, well, listen, though, but I can understand, I guess, if your kitchen's set up and you cook a lot and you're facing the fridge, maybe a little TV in there eh, wouldn't hurt. Eh. Like, some people have TVs in their kitchen. I don't Set it on the kitchen counter. I don't think I spend enough time in my kitchen where I'd be watching a TV on my fridge, though. Yeah, I don't think I do either. Uh, I don't cook. My wife doesn't cook. So, uh, in the kitchen, it's usually just get what you want and get out. Right, right. We're not hanging out in the kitchen, not cooking or anything. But, I mean, I didn't get a regular fridge, though. My fridge has one of those, uh, like the drink door on it, right? So, it's like it's got the regular fridge doors. Door in door? Yeah, it's got a door in door. So it's like, well, I don't feel like opening this big fridge door right now just to grab this drink that's in the in the side door right here. So it's a door and door where you open the little door and it, it's almost like a mini fridge. That's yeah, a game changer. Do you have that? I do. Oh, I wow. Do. Like, do you actually use it, though? Uh, all the time. It's all I ever use. What a time to be alive, man. What a time to be alive. Too much effort to open this big fridge door. So they, they're just like, okay, people are lazy as hell. Let's think of a way to just have them open the fridge without opening the fridge. Okay, let's put a little door in it so they can just get the 
Get the little drinks. It's beautiful. It is. I might cry real tears today. Wow. When I get my uh, fridge. Fridge tears. I'm excited, man. This is like the first new fridge I've had in a decade. I am just so blessed. And you know what's funny? Uh, the people across the street from me uh-huh. had a new fridge delivered yesterday. So now we're going to be like, it's going to look like we flipped out and like want to keep up with the Joneses. Like, whoa, they're getting a new fridge. Hurry up. Let's get one, too. They can't have a better house than us. Did you happen to look at their fridge? No, you know, I didn't. What no. They're, what they're packing? No, I didn't. What kind of heat they're bringing? No, I didn't. Uh, Alan tweeted us here. I saw a tease on the news last night for a local naked guy on a walking trail. It sounds like you have another local naked story on the show. Uh, Yeah, that is right. We have been tracking uh, weird naked stories that we cover on the show. We started this a couple weeks ago just because we feel like there's always naked stories that we're covering on the show. And we have had a run here. I mean, two times in the past week in the city... There was a a naked guy running around the streets, and today it is naked guy on a a walking trail. Ta-da! Another local one, too. Wow. How many days in a row are we at? Uh, We're at at 14. Wow. 14. I thought when we first started tracking how many shows in a row we had a naked story, I figured we'll go two or three. And then there will be a day without you know one. a day or two off, and then there will be one here, and then it'd be kind of sporadic. And since we started it, there has been a naked story every day, fourteen straight days with the naked story. So that that's your tease to stick around. We have a local guy getting naked on a walking trail. Kiss Morning Freak Show. Mikey and Bob, it is the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. High today, 81 degrees. There is some scattered showers and thunderstorms today. It is uh, currently pouring outside on uh, the parkway here in Green Tree. So there is some storms hitting the area today, but those should uh, should clear out here in, uh, in not too long. Um, I was uh, starting the show talking about how I'm getting a new refrigerator today. Very, very excited. Heather tweets us here, and you guys can follow us on Twitter. Tweet us at any time, at FSMikey, at FSBigBob mm-hmm. on Twitter. Heather tweets us, it's new mattress day in our house. Mattress firm. What, uh, a, that, wow, what a treat that, that is. That's a big day. That is. I would have to say new mattress day is better than new refrigerator day, right? I Does anything beat no, new mattress day? It when doesn't. it comes to getting something new in your home, I don't think anything beats new mattress day, right? Just because you know, like, all day, just like new mattress tonight. Oh, God. You know you're going to have it for, like, you know, the next 8, 10 years. But you know you've probably been sleeping on, like, a, a bad mattress or something or just, like, an old mattress. And when you have new mattress day, oh, my God. Mattress firm. I don't know if anything beats new mattress day. I thought new fridge day was pretty good, but new mattress beats that, I think. What can beat new mattress day? New car day? Does new car day beat new mattress day? If you know you went and, uh, you know, picked out a car and you're going to pick it up and take it off the lot for the first time, does new car day beat new mattress day? Ooh, that might beat it. Because that's something you know you're probably going to have for a few years now, too. Like, if you're getting a new car that you actually want. I don't know, though, man. Because when it comes down to it, I like sleeping a lot more than I like driving. I think I like sleeping more than I like eating. I don't, I'm don't. i still going to have to say, if, if I'm ranking them, new mattress day is number one. 
new car day, maybe number two. How about like new furniture day? Like new couch, new chairs? I got a new couch not that long ago. It was no, it was pretty exciting. I don't know where I I don't know where I rank it though. See, I haven't had a couch or any new furniture in a long time, which that one seems like I'd be really excited yeah, for. Yeah, that was a that was a big one. Well, we have we have two cats and a dog in our house too. And it's not like they would go to the bathroom on the couch all the time, but especially our little dog, we have a little dog Lily who's a chorky, mm-hmm. a mix between a chihuahua and a yorkie. So a lot of times uh, you know, when when we would pick her up, when you would go to pick her up, sometimes she'd just get scared and just uh, <laughs> and just pee a little on the on the couch cushion, so you'd be like, "Oh gosh," you know. And then you feel like you gotta do your best to clean it. I mean, luckily I've had zero res carpet care out to my house to clean my my couches. But we ended up like we've had those couches for years, so we right, just got right. rid of them and bought a new couch. And you're right, man. New couch day is an incredible day. I don't know where I rank these though. I don't I don't know if anything beats new mattress day though. But new couch day, I don't think is that far behind. I'm actually gonna put new couch day. I'm going to put that, I'm going to go mattress, car, couch, fridge. Wow. Uh, Sharpie tweets here, new blanket, new pillow, and new sheets day. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think that all gets wrapped up into new mattress day. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think if you know you're getting a new mattress, you go all in and get new sheets, new comforter, and everything like that. You want to start anew with that. But uh, I don't think that beats new new mattress day. I just I just rope that all in with new mattress day too because it all has to do with uh, it all has to do with sleeping. Uh, Skip tweets here. Did you get one of those new fridges that you can push a button on the screen and it tells you what's in the fridge so you don't have to open the door? Now, see, that's over technology to me. Wait, what? You can? Yeah, there's there's a there's a fridge where you can push a button and it gives you the... like stock of what's inside yeah, your fridge. Yeah, so you don't have to keep opening the fridge. Like like it's that big of a deal to open your damn fridge. You know what I'm saying? Yo, if you got that, you are fancy. Well, but it was like we said, like the one that I'm getting, and it's the one you have one that has the door and door. So you don't have to open the whole fridge. You just, if you just want to drink from like the side door of the fridge, you just open a little door in the fridge and then you don't have to open the, the full door there. But that though, uh, you know, where it actually shows you what's in your fridge. That's the next level. Yeah. That's over technology here. Uh, Caroline has his beat. Caroline has a beat. Huh? She's got it. Uh, this is better than new mattress. This is better than the new car. This is better than uh, new fridge, new anything. Carolyn just tweets us new husband. She wins. 96.1 Kiss. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the morning freak show. Uh, randomly on the show today, we were talking about getting uh, things new and what is the best new thing you can get. Uh, mattress, probably the best because I'm getting a new fridge today, me and my family. Uh, new car is definitely up there. Uh, this one, though, uh, William tweets us here. Uh, by the way, he says uh, South Butler County uh, still has school till Friday because they had a strike. And to throw it out there, Two weeks ago, before going on vacation to Jamaica, I had a new prosthetic leg day. Wow. I, okay, that's, that's got to be big That's got to be pretty big up there then. If you, have a, if you get a brand new leg, that's got to be pretty good too. How about if you get any sort of surgery where it fixes your problem? Like if you have a bad back, you get new back day? That's yeah, got to be pretty good yeah. too. Is new toilet day a big deal? 
Yeah, I like the new toilet day. Really? It, yeah. yeah, it probably is, right? Like, if you have kind of a grungy toilet that you've had for years, how often do you replace your toilet? That's a good question, right? Yeah, I don't know. We redid I, our bathroom, so we got the toilets that could flush like golf balls. Yeah. That was a big day. It was a big day for you, right? Yeah, new toilet. Yeah. I, new toilet day is probably top 10, right? Probably yeah. top 10. Oh, yeah. Especially when you give it a test drive. What a question that is. I feel like I need to replace my toilets now. I mean, every, what, every decade, maybe? I don't know. How often do you replace your toilets? I don't think toilets wear out. Well, no, but I'm just saying, like... Ours just were a weird color because our house was built in, like, the 80s. So they, uh, okay. They made, they were like, so it was, like, pink ceramic or yeah, turquoise like, ceramic or I, something? I think it was, like, peach. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was time to go. No bidet yet for you, though, right? You don't have a toilet that can squirt you, right? No, no. Man, toilets are another thing that get wild, too, and we've talked about this before on the show. I'm talking about all the crazy technology you can get with a fridge now uh, to where you can do the, your grocery list like on a tablet on the on the door, and it can tell you what's inside your fridge without even opening it. TV's on the fridge. Toilets are the same way, man. They got toilets that can do everything now. Play you a little tune as you're going. Mm-hmm. Squirt you in all your secret areas. Squirt and and dry. That's true. Yeah, they have a dryer too. All that scares me. That's over technology. We have a poo jogger caught in the act. This is a story out of Australia uh, in Brisbane. Uh, A resident named Andrew McIntosh. He is a national quality manager at a big-time Australian retirement village company, also a member of a Brisbane City Council board. Oh, very fancy man in the community. Quite the credentials. Uh, He lives in this Green Slopes neighborhood, and neighbors recently noticed that someone was pooping on the sidewalks near their homes. Mm. One of the residents, Steve Smith, said that his place was getting hit frequently and that (laughs) the regularity of the poops, as well as the presence of toilet paper, indicated a high likelihood of premeditation. Yeah, if you're if you're frequently getting uh, random poops, packing toilet paper on your sidewalk in your neighborhood, and there's toilet paper that accompanies with it, that is definitely a premeditated attack right there. That's not somebody had an accident. Somebody is planning to poop on your sidewalk. Uh, the resident Steve Smith eventually figured out that it was this guy Andrew McIntosh who lived in the community because he figured out his running route. And his favorite times to go for a jog. So he followed him a few times and waited nearby in bushes with a camera and finally caught him in the act with his pants down, bent over, and toilet paper in his hand. I mean, the picture they have of this guy, the poo jogger, is looking directly at the camera like, He knows. Caught me. He knows he's caught. Uh, Mr. Smith, uh, the Steve Smith guy, expected to be met with abuse, but instead the man gave a friendly hello before continuing on his way. It was very strange, he said. (laughs) What do you do? How's it going? All right. If you're pooping all over your neighborhood, on the sidewalks and everything, just like an animal, and leaving toilet paper behind, too, and somebody finally catches you, what are you supposed to do? You can't, you can't. You can't go at the person who catches you with violence. You can't start swearing. You can't get angry at all. You're caught. Just give them a friendly hello and keep it moving. Uh, McIntosh was eventually charged with one count of public nuisance. 
And uh, neighbors have said that they have about 30 different incidents where he has defecated. I just picture this dude sitting out in the bushes waiting like he set a trap. Right now, right? It is. It's you like- ever watch your dog like go poop in the yard and try to like see where it goes? And it's looking back at you just like, don't watch me. Yeah. Don't look at me. That's the look on this guy's face when he got caught. He's like, you're not supposed to watch me pooping. Speaking of all these new things... New fridges, new couches, new toilets. As a garbage man, we pick up an unbelievable number of toilets in a week. That's weird. I have seen a lot of people on my street put out a lot of toilets recently. You know, you're redoing your bathroom. If you don't, like, rent a big dumpster, do, like, a home renovation, and you just get a new toilet. If you're having new toilet day, what do you do with your old toilet? You just put it on the curb, right? Drop it out of the curb. That's one of those things that I would be... If I didn't have so many people on my street recently put out toilets, that would be one where I'd have to question, like, can I just leave a toilet out here for a garbage day? Is this okay? Uh, Bill, the garbage man, uh, says, though, what about new bigger TV day? Oh, that's a good one, too, man. Bigger TV day? Like, if you get, like, if you got, like, a 36-inch TV and you go up to, like, a 54 or a 60, that is a big day. That's top five right there. Bigger TV day? Top five. Uh, the Pirates are horrible. Yeah. They lost again to the uh, Diamondbacks in Arizona 13-8 to last night. It's their eighth straight series loss. They've lost 18 out of the last 24. They're 32 wins, 35 losses on the season. They were down 6 to nothing after the first inning. The Pirates then came back with six runs in the fourth. So after four innings, uh, they were still down... But it was 10 to 6. Oh. So you're telling me there's a chance. But they end up losing 13 to 8. They're at Arizona again today. It's a 340 game. The Pirates are horrid it right is a, now. A lot of losing. Uh two championship parades yesterday in the NBA, the Golden State Warriors, according to TMZ Sports, sprayed and drank half a million dollars worth of booze on their parade route. That is impressive. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of champagne, including six-liter bottles and huge 15-liter bottles of expensive champagne. They actually celebrated um, when they swept the Cavs with a $400,000 locker room uh, booze celebration. That is, that's top shelf right there. They ain't messing around. Uh, the Washington Capitals, on the other hand, though, just pounding beers. Washington Capitals had their Stanley Cup parade yesterday uh, through D.C. I'm going to play a couple of moments right here because I I get it. We're all in Pittsburgh, and it's just like, boo, Capitals. But it's actually been fun to watch them. These dudes haven't sobered up yet. Especially Alexander Ovechkin. Just watch them just terrorize their body with booze uh, for the past week. This was Evgeny Kuznetsov at the Capitals' uh, Stanley Cup parade celebration. I wasn't preparing my speech, but... uh... I don't have to say enough, and uh, for some guys it's been a long way to, to get to that point, but uh, we're never going to be there without our parents, without the fans, without our families, and yep. let's f*** this Okay. Uh, he comes up and says, I don't have a speech prepared, and thank you to family and friends and fans, and then he just goes, let's bleep this bleep, <laughs> and then just walks off. And then this is how the parade ended with Alexander Ovechkin and the Stanley Cup, and this yep, is Alexander yep. Ovechkin. I'm saying, we're not going to be f***ing sunk this year. I mean, we're the Stanley Cup champions. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. 
<laughs> so he said that at the beginning of the year, yeah, right? Yeah, About yeah. the Capitals. He said they're not going to be bleeping suck this year, and that's how he ends the season, hoisting the Stanley Cup in front of, you know, tens of thousands of Capitals fans. I'm saying we're not going to be suck this year. Raises the cup. Yeah. We're the Stanley Cup champions. Yeah. All right, now hold on, hold on. I want to do a quick comparison, whether this is good or bad. Now, that was Alexander Ovechkin this year. This was Sidney Crosby at the parade last year when he got to the mic. This is what it's all about. Um, we worked all year to get to this point. Um, thank you so much for your support. We couldn't do it without you. And uh, let's try to do this again next year. Two very different captains there. That was Sidney Crosby and very this is controlled. Alexander Ovechkin. I'm saying, <laughs> we're not going to be f- sunk this year. <laughs> we're the Stanley Cup champions. Wow. Yeah. I mean, if you close your eyes and think about it, you can smell Ovechkin's dirty, like, drunk breath. Yeah. Oh, uh, pretty, pretty impressive celebration for the uh, the Washington Capitals uh, <laughs> yesterday, ending with uh, a swearing, drunk, boozed up Alexander Ovechkin, who I'm, I'm pretty sure if you cut him right now, he just bleeds Bud Light in, in, in different kinds of booze. <laughs> His body is so poisoned. Like, I'm starting to think it's actually going to affect the Capitals' chances of repeating the amount of damage they've done like, to their well, body. They did in themselves in. Uh, we've talked about uh, new fridges today, new cars, new couches, new TVs, new toilets. Yep. But I'm telling you, new car day makes you feel so good. If you're looking for a new car, Barrel Chevy, Perry oh, Highway in Wexford. New car smell. New car seats. It's nice, right? Just driving off the lot for the first time. That new car feel. If you've been driving like the same car for a while, you're like, you know what? I just need a place where they're going to give me a good deal. Uh, you know, that, uh, that, not screw me over. That first fart in the new car. I don't know about because no. you're you're scared. You're like, I don't want to ruin it, but then somebody's no. got to break the ice. I don't know about that. Might as well be me. Yeah. Barrel Chevy has their summer sell-down event going on right now. Uh, Perry Highway in Wexford, that's where you're going to get the best deals. General Manager Jerry Raymond and his staff want to clear out inventory to make room for new inventory. So that means they have a certain lot space that they uh, have there huh? at Barrel Chevy. Yes. And they have new stuff coming in, so they're like, oh, boy. Cars got to go. Got to get rid of these cars so you can get a new or used vehicle and save thousands on every new vehicle on the lot right now at Barrel Chevy! And if you think you found a better deal, go ahead and bring the competitor's new vehicle add-on into Jerry, uh, the GM over at Barrel Chevy, and he'll beat it. Just tell him, Jerry, I want that new car feel, okay? I know what it feels like to get a new toilet. I know what it feels like to get a new couch. I got a new TV. I got a new fridge. New toilets are nice. But I want to feel that new car feel at Barrel Chevy. Barrel Chevy. Go and check out all their new and pre-owned cars, BarrelChevy.com, or just visit them, Perry Highway in Wexford. Go ahead, Bob. Barrel Chevy. 961. Uh, some soccer news this morning. FIFA has voted to play the 2026 World Cup in North America over the Moroccan bid. Matches will be held in the United States, Canada, and Mexico. How's that going to work? 
Like, who gets the final match of the 2026 World Cup? U.S., Canada, or Mexico? Yeah, I don't know. Is that going to be a th- – that should be a thing where, like, all three of the countries have to draft teams. They do, like, a World Cup draft, right? <laughs> like a fantasy draft. Yeah. So uh, so then you pick a country. Say, you know, who's good at soccer? Like Germany, right? It's like, oh, Mexico just drew Germany. So if Germany's in the final match, you know, They like, play in Mexico City or like something. They base it on points or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how they figure that out. But either way uh, – Eight years from now, the World Cup will be in America at Get least pumped. a match or two. Get pumped. So that's, hey, you know, it's good. And, uh, you know, it's going to be eight years of people saying, well, by the time the World Cup comes, soccer is going to be huge. USA soccer is ramping up. Yeah. Time, yeah. We all know. Hey, let's just, let's put this out right now. Let's just hope the United States is in it. Yeah, because they're like, doesn't the World Cup start this week, this week or next week, right? I pay no attention. I, right? I think is it's this, tomorrow. Is this tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow. And the U.S. isn't in it. So, no, it is, uh, eh, you know, that's soccer. Uh, Chelsea sent us a tweet. Seriously, every time a vehicle with Florida license plates in front of me and they can't drive, uh, the more I assume that they're driving naked, <laughs> snorting something or drinking. Thanks, Mikey and Bob, for all of your Florida stories. I, I mean, that's just, it's not true. Don't be nervous of uh, a Florida license plate. Not everybody in Florida is a Florida story. Or naked. Um, yes. Uh, but speaking of Florida, though, it is a Florida story for today in Freak Show History, brought to us by Moe's Southwest oh, Grill. Welcome to Moe's. Here we go. Today in, in Freak, Freak Show, Show History. Abby tweets us here. Despite being a diehard Yinzer Penguins fan, I can 100% say that drunk caps are my favorite caps. Completely agree. I never thought I would be so happy for Alexander Ovechkin as I have been seeing him. Like, I'm not even sure I hate that guy anymore. Like, I'm thinking the next time the Penguins play the Capitals, I'm not even sure I'm angry at Ovechkin. I'm just kind of like, hey, he seems like a a fun guy. He's earned drunken respect. (laughs) He has earned some respect, yes. Uh, Today in Freak Show History, we take you back a few years to a Florida (laughs) toilet iguana. Iguanas love to sunbathe in the South Florida sun, but sometimes they can really get in some pretty tight places. We got an iguana in the toilet, a.k.a. floater in the pool. Marion Lindquist doesn't mind the scaly critters, but you may want to ask her daughter, Lily, Uh -uh. the same question. Yesterday, after using the bathroom, it would not flush right. Oh, no. Oh, oh. no. Lily had a... A, a, a toilet iguana dropper. I tried to flush it again, and nothing would happen. Man, a scaly iguana. You ever get one of those toilet iguanas where you try to flush it once or twice <laughs> and it nothing doesn't happens. work? Hey, get get a coat hanger. You got to break it in half. I got the plunger. I tried to plunge it. It wouldn't plunge. Oh, man. The water <laughs> level starts rising a little bit. You, you panic. You start getting worried, like, can I still sit on the... Can I still sit on the toilet, or is this going to come up, and is water going to touch my cheeks? You start getting worried. So the plumber came. I've never seen anything like this before. That's the first time I pulled something like that out of a toilet. I mean, that's impressive for the state of Florida. First timer. A plumber down there has never seen anything like the toilet iguana. Here she is, working that toilet, using her tools. 
to snag onto whatever was blocking things. To my surprise, surprise. I pulled out that large iguana. We got a floater. We got a floater. What did you eat? It looks green. <laughs> so at first I thought it was a toy. And then it started moving around. Yeah, that ain't no toy. toy. That ain't no toy. That's not something you want to grab with your hands and try to play with. I didn't really want to go look at it. Dropping a hot Florida <laughs> toilet iguana. <laughs> After the show today, me and Bob will be heading over to uh, Children's Hospital. This is awesome what they do. Uh, first of all, next Saturday, we're going to be doing the uh, the walk for children's again. That's next Saturday at Shenley Park. Yes. So listen, I know it's next Saturday, but if you're honestly not doing anything next Saturday, like morning, afternoon, come out to Shenley Park and walk for the kids. There's a bunch of kids who have gotten uh, treatment at Children's Hospital that will be there. Mm-hmm. It's, you know... So much to do for kids and families. So walk for children's. It's next Saturday at Chenley Park. You can sign up, start a team, uh, or just walk yourself. Walkforchildrens.com is the uh, site. Walkforchildrens.com. Already $692,000 raised this year for the Walk for Children. Awesome. So that's awesome. That's the best. But Children's Hospital, like, uh, you know, there are kids getting treatments in um, in Children's Hospital who will not be able to come out next weekend for the Walk for Children. So what they're doing is what we're involved with today. They do something called the Patient Champion Medal Ceremony, and it's going to celebrate the kids who are at Children's Hospital that won't be able to walk next Saturday in the Walk for Children's. Uh, our buddy Brett Kiesel, uh, Brett Kiesel will be hosting the whole thing, mm-hmm. talking to the kids, spending time with the kids. Uh, we'll be there. It's a pretty cool thing they yes. do. So the best. Uh, we'll be at Children's Hospital after the show uh, later this afternoon, but definitely sign up. It's next Saturday, Shenley Park, the Walk for Children's. And like I said, we're getting close to uh, $700,000 uh, raised already. Pretty awesome. Uh, Ariana Grande's engagement ring from Pete Davidson, according to TMZ, you reportedly worth $100,000. Wow. I told you that love was real. Hey, it is a big ring that she's wearing, but I... That's <laughs> true love on that finger. Uh, Pete Davidson reportedly... Um, it's a VVS One Clarity oh, Diamond yeah. set in platinum Woo! that Pete Davidson got her. Uh, according to uh, the site, the ring was specifically made for Ariana and took nearly two weeks to complete. That love is real. They've only been publicly dating for a few weeks. Ariana first was seen with the ring at our iHeartRadio Wango Tango concert um, earlier this month. All right, listen, I'll go back to the whole report that they're even engaged. If they were really engaged, why wouldn't they just come out with an official statement and be like, yeah, we're engaged? Hey, why why do you always have to rain on Well, us? I'm just saying, like, why does it always why have so- to be rumors and reports say, like, if you're engaged, just say you engaged? Because love is real, Mike, and love is private. But I want, no, I don't want private love. Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson are too, are too famous for private love. You got to let me know publicly it's real. Don't just show me a $100,000 ring. That's how you know. I need to know that Pete gave you that ring. I got to know it's real. Uh, She's also engaged uh, on Twitter with fans who have, you know, expressed their excitement over the engagement. Uh, One one fan wrote, I hope Pete knows he is marrying us all as well, meaning the Ariana Grande fans, right? She responded, ha, 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 he's been briefed. Whoa. See? Maybe this is real. I'm telling you. Uh, Ariana Grande also tweeted Camila Cabello uh, tweeting her, We need to talk, Camila. 
Camila tweeted back, keep the ring. I'm taking the cannolis. Who's keeping the dogs, though? Ariana tweeted back, you keep the kids. I'll keep the cannolis. Thank you. Whoa. If they're splitting up dogs and kids and cannolis, Ariana and Camila, and she needs to talk to Camila Mm -hmm. because apparently Mm -hmm. she is engaged now, Mm -hmm. then, Mm -hmm. okay, maybe this is real. Love is real. Uh, after the engagement news uh, recently broke this week, they also went to Disneyland. Oh, I mean, lock it down. Okay, then. Lock it down. It's real. Seal the deal. All right. Well, listen, uh, when we're talking about celebrity true love, the uh, the gold standard is Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. They've outlasted anybody. Right. So in the running now, coming up slow, but maybe they do last, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. True love. Or she's got an album out. Come on, man. Yeah, man. I mean, maybe it's album promotion. That's all I'm saying. She's got an album coming out this summer. Uh, maybe it's all album promotion. That's all I'm saying. For the 14th straight show now, there is a story involving a naked person. Here we go. Whoa. It happened again. Someone decided to get naked. Yep. It's time for another naked story on the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bab. Uh, yeah, we have another story about somebody getting naked. This is a local story here in the Pittsburgh area, too. Huh. This is uh, from KDKA, our boy Ross Gadotti here with the report. Yeah, according to investigators, this is a pretty weird one. A woman looking forward Uh-oh. to a nice woodland stroll along oh, a path was certainly surprised when she was actually looking forward to see an individual with no clothes on. Oh, man. You go for a nice woodsy stroll and you get a naked person. Investigators say the bizarre incident occurred June 4th along Sheepskin Walking Trail in South Union Township. A woman... I just need to know why he's naked, right? Are we going to get to that? Are we going to find out why he's naked on the trail, though? Is he going to give us a a reason for his nudity? I believe so. Taking in the views of nature got to look at a lot more than just that. A few seconds after spotting this naked man in the woods, the nude individual, according to the victim, Mm -hmm. approached the stunned woman. She was able to walk away. He did not pursue her. Okay, so so that's good. She got away after she saw the naked guy and made eye contact with the naked man. Once he made eye contact, though, he, like, came out of the bushes? Like, I guess. I mean, if you're naked, I, I, I guess. I guess that's kind of like a hide-and-seek, kind of like, well, it caught me. I'm naked, I'm naked on the trail, hiding in the bushes. Once you make eye contact... Oh, I'm coming out of the bushes. Can Hold you on. stay in the bushes? I think you just got to be like, all right, it caught me, I guess. I don't know. We need to find out why he's naked, though. The victim informed South Union Township officials. Now, parts of the trail have surveillance cameras. Oh, boy. They took a look at the footage, oh, and that's no. when they found this image. Oh, no. The police would later <laughs> identify the naked man. Oh, no. Oh, they got him. Oh, there were cameras on the trail. They know who the naked guy is. As oh. a Ronald Terrell oh, Lee Jr. of Uniontown. Oh, no. Ronald. Oh, Ronald. Why? State police brought Mr. Lee in for some questioning and when confronted. Questioning naked Ronald. And are we going to get the reason here for his trail nudity? I think so. With here. the image from the videotape. Uh, you got to just fess up to it then and be like, hey, Ron, this is you naked on the trail, right? He admitted that yep. he was responsible for the entire incident but he told troopers but, oh here we go but, here we go okay i'm responsible that's me but, i'm naked ronald but, but he had an excuse okay there's an excuse 
There's an excuse. What, what could it po- Did somebody steal your clothes? Like, what's... There's an excuse to the nudity. He was intoxicated. Oh, Ron, no! That's not an excuse, Ron! Naked-ass Ron! Can you... <laughs> Naked Ron's been drinking again. Have you ever been so drunk that you want to hide naked in bushes randomly on a walking trail? No. 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 Neither have I. Something else may be going on there because I don't think I had a few drinks. No, you don't have a few drinks and get naked and hide in a bush on a walking trail. It's not one of the side effects of alcohol. While emotionally shaken, the victim was unharmed physically. That's good. Ronald Terrell Lee Jr. faces yeah. misdemeanor, indecent exposure, open lewdness, and disorderly conduct counts. So he's got some charges against him. Naked Ron on the uh, the walking and jogging trail there because apparently just had a few too many to drink. Come on, Naked Ron. Uh, naked people making the show once again. Uh, in about five ten minutes here, Kendrick Lamar tickets. Got to tell you about our friends over at Harry's, though, man. They are the best. I was talking about this a few weeks ago. I've been using this uh, service, Harry's, for I- I'd say about a year now. And because I-, I used to hate going to buy razors, hate going to buy the shave gel. And then, like, I have sensitive skin, so mm-hmm. I have to use the, the post-shave balm and everything, too. So I'm, I'm going to the store, and I'm buying all this stuff. And all I, that stuff's really expensive at the it store, is, too. And I don't like leaving my house. So uh, I got with this company, Harry's, and they are the best. A special officer, uh, a special officer, a special offer for our listeners. <laughs> Limited time. New customers can save on a Harry's Shave set. When you go to harrys.com and use the passcode freak show, here's what you're going to get. You're going to get a wonderful Harry's five blade razor. I use those. It's got the weighted handle, uh, the Harry's shave gel. Love using that smells good too. And the travel cover for the, uh, for the razor too. all that for just three bucks plus free shipping. Cause when I say you're getting that for three bucks, you're thinking, all right, they're going to hit me with the shipping fees. No, three bucks plus free shipping harrys.com when you use our code freak show harry's replacement cartridges uh-huh. uh cartridges just two dollars each that's laugh uh less than half the price of gillette fusion pro shield right so they get rid of all the up charges fast free shipping replacement cartridges just awesome. two dollars each and no subscription required because a lot of these things, you, you know, you got to give them a credit card and then they're going to send you stuff every month. No subscription required unless you want to with Harry's because I do. I get it sent to my house every month because I run out of razors. I run out of the shave gel and I need more. So don't confuse Harry's with the other online brands that force you to subscribe. You can get the auto refills, but you can also buy what you want when you want with Harry's. And three bucks to start. For a limited time only. Special offer for our listeners. Try Harry's out. New customers, $5 off a shave set from Harry's. When you go to harrys.com and use the code FREAKSHOW, you're getting the starter set, five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, travel cover, all for just 3 bucks plus free shipping. Again, it's harrys.com. Use the passcode FREAKSHOW. Millions of guys have already switched and are using Harry's now. All you have to do to get started, go to harrys.com today and use the passcode FREAKSHOW. Uh, Antonio Brown, right, he shows up yesterday to, uh, what are they doing, like OTAs or something right now? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, mandatory. Though, like they have to go. Uh, okay. So Antonio Brown missed some of the involuntary OTAs, right? Le'Veon yeah. Bell doesn't have to show up for anything because they franchised him this year, so he's off the hook, right? And didn't didn't Ben show up, but then just 
I think he went on vacation or something with yeah, his family, yeah, so yeah. he didn't have to show up at one point. So Antonio Brown yesterday was talking about missing OTAs. Well, I need a little personal time, you know, with myself to just get my mind right. You know, the game requires a lot of uh, mental happiness. Okay. And when you, the older you get, the more you start uh, thinking about the things that are important. Yep. You know, I got five kids, a lot of family. Uh, what left to me do, to do playing the game is to win a championship. You know, I had to take a little time to spend time with my family and, you know, see what's important for me. All right, a little extra time to, uh, you know, hang out with his family. Sure. Not, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, family Listen, time. If Ben Roethlisberger doesn't have to show up for the OTAs, Antonio Brown doesn't have to either, right? No, I mean, no. It's the same thing. Why do we treat them any differently? Uh, so, yeah, if they're not mandatory, uh, don't show up. You don't have to. Um, and listen, Le'Veon Bell's on a different, you know, a different deal than these guys. Le'Veon doesn't have to show up. He just shows up for first game pretty much. Pretty much. That's what it is. Uh, so Antonio Brown was asked, why why miss OTAs at all? He usually loves practicing, right? Well, it's a tough time, you know, the time we live in. You know, you start to think from the perspective of my kids, you know, the time I miss out from their lives. Right. You know, obviously, you know, me being away, they're down in Florida. You know, I started to think what's important. You know, if I'm playing football to make a lot of money, or I'm playing football to take care of my family. Okay. Uh, is he playing football to make a lot of money, or is he playing football to take care of his family? I think those are both, you know, one and the same. Same thing, yeah. You play football ball to make a lot of money so you could take care of your family it just sounds like antonio brown wants more time with his family right that's yeah, what it yeah. sounds like here i think we what can i, I think we can all relate to that antonio brown asking uh did he miss otas because ben was missing otas too i play with any quarterback no matter who's here i play with the stillers you know it's not one guy but again you guys write the stories uh, I got to wake up to the Google alerts, you guys. Okay, now hold on. Here's where he's about to go in on the media. And I'm not specifically sure what this is about. If somebody wrote some sort of story about Antonio Brown, but he says he's got to wake up to the Google alerts. But do, do you think Antonio Brown really has Google alerts set on his own name? <laughs> because people it's kinda crazy, write right? things and talk about Antonio Brown all the time. Right. His Google alerts have to be crazy. People are constantly talking and writing and posting about Antonio Brown. He's one of the biggest stars in the NFL. You know, I'm constantly under the pressure. I can't go nowhere and work out by myself. All right, hold on. I'm going to call a quick timeout there. Antonio Brown saying he can't go nowhere and work out by himself. Okay, I get that. But Antonio Brown constantly posts videos of himself working out on social media. He's been doing it for years. While working out, so yes. So he can't now come out and say... People follow me wherever I go. I can't work out anywhere. Well, A.B., this is a problem that you created because you show people exactly where you are. So if he's practicing, you know, say, uh, at, you know, some high school down right, in right, Florida right. and people are following him on Snapchat and they, they see, know. oh, my God, he's at our high school right now on the field. They're going to go there. It's your own doing. Fans come meet me at the field. You know, I can't do nothing normal. Well, that's your own fault if fans are meeting you at the field well, because you're posting it online where you're at because you love showing workout videos. Nothing wrong with that. Just don't complain about it when people show up. And depending on how long you've been following him for, usually like... He'll be like, fan love, fan love, and go and sign like autographs after wherever the hell he's at. Absolutely. So it's like you people know, see that. You guys write about me every day. My mom, my kids see it. So we have to deal with these type of things, you know. Uh, and I started to think to myself, am I really free? You know, I can't really express myself in this game. I can't really tell you guys how I feel. You guys make the pressure to put pressure on me all the time. 
am I really free? Being in regards is taking away time from my kids and everything that's going on. So I had to get away to, you know, free my mind. All right, hold on. Oh, man. When Antonio Brown was talking about he's not being able to to express his mind and be free, I don't really know what he's talking about there because for from the celebrations to, you know, the way he cuts his hair and all, all his off the field endorsements, we know a lot about Antonio Brown's personalities more than a lot of NFL players currently in the game. He's in Pepsi commercials. Yep, yep. We know a lot about the personality of Antonio Brown. So why is he saying he doesn't feel like he's free and he can express himself? Is he talking about, like, off-the-field issues? I don't know, yeah. Like, uh, left it kind of broad there. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe he feels like he can't speak out on different things that other players speak out on, like how the Philadelphia Eagles spoke out on a lot of stuff this year and how people speak out about, uh, you know, the National Anthem and Colin Kaepernick. Does Antonio, is that what he's talking about? Like, he doesn't feel like with the Steelers organization he can even mention or talk about any of those things I mean, that might without be feeling it. the backlash. That's yeah, kind that of what it. I'm thinking there. Uh, more Antonio Brown here. Um, he was he was confronted about uh, telling Le'Veon Bell to show up to OTAs and show up to camp because he needs to practice. And then, so why is it a double standard if he doesn't want to show up? You guys, you guys paint me a picture to talk about Le'Veon. I, I'm not involved with Le'Veon business or his contract. You guys write about it and say, oh, AB says he show up. I just say the first rule of getting better is show up. I didn't say he got to show up. He got his own business. But that's why I go back to referring. You guys put the pressure on me all the time. In regards to life, in regards to everything, and, and we just supposed to take it. You know, that, that, ain't, that ain't freedom. I mean, that just comes with the territory I mean, of being one of the most recognizable players in the most recognizable sport in the entire country. I mean, day one, too. Of- does Antonio Brown want to walk down the street and not be noticed? I don't know what... I couldn't get what he wanted out of this. Emo Tonio's here. But I really think, like, does he want to speak his mind? Was his whole point, like, he wants to speak his mind? Is that his whole thing? If that was his whole point, he kind of just... Because right over I feel like with all the reporters that were scrumming around his locker, they should have challenged him on that. I don't feel like I'm free. I don't think I can speak my mind. They should have been like, all right, national anthem, Colin Kaepernick, go. What do you want to say? And then see what would have happened. Miss Mikey and Bob this morning. If you've had chicken pox, the shingles virus is already inside you. Uh, Taylor tweets here, listening to Mikey and Bob talk about Antonio Brown not feeling free is blowing my mind. You're a celebrity. You literally bring this on yourself. I don't see why you were so surprised on this. Uh, Listen, I don't have any problem with how Antonio Brown feels. I just want to know what he's trying to get to. You know what I'm saying? Like when he says he's not free, like he's not, I don't feel like he's talking about the way he does his hair or touchdown celebrations or something like that. I feel like he wants to speak out more than he's allowed to or would get backlash for, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But him complaining, a couple of things I don't get is Antonio Brown complaining about people showing up at his workouts is just a direct effect of him constantly posting online where he's working out at. Or, you know... Videos of him on Snapchat, on Instagram. Just like, of course people are going to show up. And you can tell where he is. When you're that famous and you put out publicly your location, just people are going to, they're going to find you. 
I mean, when he would leave the Steelers facility on the south side, he would always put on Snapchat like kids waiting out for him to, you know, to say hi to him and sign autographs for him. It's like, well, you're only going to get more people out there bothering yeah. you when you're trying to leave the practice facility right. if you put it online. So a lot of the stuff I think Antonio Brown's complaining about is a product of what he's put out there. Um, now, he did mention a couple things in an Instagram post about, uh, you know, Steelers former offensive coordinator Bruce Arians and uh, coach Mike Tomlin. Um, things that they said about him in the past or so. I think Bruce Arians said he was going to be like a special teams player or right, something right. like that. So he was asked about the Instagram post and does he have a problem with coach Tomlin or Bruce Arians? I don't have a problem with anyone. Uh, I just feel like as a player, you, you play this game so much, you don't you never get a chance to really express yourself. You know, everyone's telling us to, you know, bottle everything up and don't say nothing. And, you know, when I reflect on my career, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, that, that put a lot of pressure on me. You know, when I take time to reflect, you know, I reflect like, you know, guys who have made it hard on me for no reason. I don't hate those guys. I love those guys, you know, but it's good as a player to, you know, get those things out of your mind in regards of people that put pressure on you. See, now, I kind of I kind of feel what Antonio Brown's saying on this one. He put on Instagram, Bruce Arians said he's a special team guy and he can't learn the plays not smart enough. Coach Tomlin benched me on a bye week, said two dogs, one bone. God bless him. Put some respect on my name. See, I don't think that's a direct dig against Bruce Arians or Coach Tomlin. I just think that's motivation. Antonio Brown's probably the best wide receiver in the game, so I think he's calling them out for what they said previously and like, hey, look at me now. You motivated me to get to that place. I don't think it's like, screw you, Coach Tomlin. Right, screw right. you, Bruce Arians. It's like, well, I'm sure they respect me a lot more now than when they were saying things uh, like that. Uh, Antonio Brown talking about all this pressure and stuff that's on him and everything. Somebody asked him yesterday, doesn't he put a lot of the pressure on himself? Yeah, but not the pressure you guys put on me. You know, I'm not writing about where I'm at, what I'm doing, making up stories, asking my teammates stuff they got to answer for. All right, well, hold on. I got to go back to this because, like, the media is not giving away Antonio Brown's location well, it, every day of where he's at. Like, he's putting that out there, and I feel like that's where a lot of this is coming from. Like, <laughs> I feel like he's just bothered by people now. I feel like with with all the social media that he has done over the past few years, you right, know, right. and he embraced it, I think more and better than a lot of, you know, 90% of athletes do. And now it's just, yeah. I don't think it's that fun anymore. Right, right, and right. And now that point. people, you know, he he can't walk down the street. He can't go places, you know, whether it's in Pittsburgh or down where he's at in Florida training because he's put so much out on social media and he continues to. I think it's starting to just bother him. I have no idea how it's the media's fault. I, I don't. He's acting like the media gives away his location or yeah, something I, I don't like think, that. I don't think people from the trip are following you around like tweeting where you're hanging out. Like, that's not happening. And I feel like that's one of the things that's bothering him. You know, I'm here, and I don't want to throw it back us. You know, we got a rookie quarterback here. Where's the respect? But, you know, no one cares about, you know, what they write about and what they say about people. You know, I'm just left to deal with it. See, like, I, I think he didn't want to go to the involuntary OTAs, too, because he saw Ben wasn't going. Right. So he's like, listen, if Ben's not going to be here, if, if be he's there. on family vacation, I also want to spend time with my family. See, a lot of times I always think of, we don't think of pro athletes as people. And 
I think we all would like to spend more time with our family, right? Sure. If you didn't have to go to work, would you? If you could spend more time with your family? So I get what Antonio Brown's saying. Nobody should make a big deal about him no- not showing up if they're not going to make a big deal about Ben not showing up. I just, I'm, I'm trying to weed through everything Antonio Brown was trying to get across at his locker yesterday, and I'm not really sure what his end game was. No. Like, what did he want to come out of this? Does he want people to just leave him alone? Uh, it, like, is he is he sick of being famous? Is he sick of being rich? Does he does he not want to play football anymore? Does he want to just spend time with his kids? Because a lot of a lot of what he was saying was that. I mean, listen, if you work and bust your ass, and listen, Antonio Brown has no off season. That guy works out. He has to work out every day of his life. Just about eat the right, right things. And maybe my man wants a cheeseburger. <laughs> is that is that maybe, it? Maybe is that what it. we can boil it down to? A cheeseburger with his family, though. Get my man a cheeseburger. All right, that, 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 Bob just solved it. That's what it is. Antonio Brown wants a cheeseburger. That's it. That's what he's talking about. <laughs> Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. Uh, Bob, on the show, we have to sprinkle in uh, sarcastically on the show some celebrity birthdays oh. and, and what uh, national day it, it is today. Who's celebrating the today? Ooh. Morning radio's bad, and we like to uh, sarcastically announce celebrity birthdays and what national day it is on the show. Uh, Avengers Infinity Wars has now officially crossed over $2 billion globally. Not a lot of movies do that at all. No. Uh, it's the only summer movie to ever make over $2 billion. It's been out for 48 days. It's 48 days it took to cross uh, $2 billion. That's one day later than Avatar took in 2009. Six days before Star Wars The Force Awakens in 2015, and 5,185 days before Titanic. So it took Titanic a long time to finally reach $2 billion. It was a slow build. Yeah. But Star Wars The Force Awakens and Avatar made $2 billion pretty quick, and uh, Avengers Infinity Wars is right there now. So it's at like $2 billion now. It's got to be $2.7 billion to pass Avatar. It's a long way to go. That is a long way Avatar to go. Avatar is such like a weird anomaly. Because I remember watching Avatar. What was it? 2009 did I say? Yeah. And like I was like, wow, that was a great movie. I liked Avatar. How is Avatar like the, 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 <laughs> the greatest biggest movie, movie, all, movie time? of all time? And like $2.7 billion doesn't even seem like a real number. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, crazy. I've no clue. It was a good movie. You're right. It was all right. Speaking of superhero movies, let's talk about Deadpool real quick. Kanye West was tweeting about Deadpool uh, yesterday. Tweeted, I love both Deadpool movies. I heard tracks in it that sound similar to mine. Bro, I would have cleared my music for Deadpool. Your guys' writing and approach is so innovative. I love how you guys break the fourth wall. Thank you for being innovative, and please know I'm down to clear next time. So Kanye West has opened the door to have his music used or produce music for Deadpool 3. Most importantly, though, Kanye West. I got to be honest. Kanye has tweeted a lot over the years. Kanye has said a lot over the years. I don't know if there is anything more important that has come from the brain of Kanye West other than what he tweeted about yesterday in a four-word tweet. Kanye West tweeting after his Deadpool tweets, I be taking naps. It's powerful. It is. It's important. Relatable. 
and society needed to hear that for Kanye West. And I think we all need to be taking naps, right? I be taking naps. Speaking of superhero movies and Avengers, Chris Evans, 37 years old today. Oh, birthday, birthday, birthday. And it is National Sewing Machine Day. Okay. Uh, There was a yin explosion on uh, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon last night. And if you've never heard the term or don't really know what we're talking about when we say uh, yin explosion, this term actually came from late night TV, Bob. Because there would be clips of, you know, somebody who was from Pittsburgh or loves Pittsburgh, and they would, you know, Seth Meyers yeah. loves Pittsburgh. Right. He's a big Steeler fan, everything like that. So I think a lot of times Seth Meyers would be talking on his show about something Pittsburgh. Whenever whenever Michael Keaton does the rounds on late night TV, he's always telling a story about, I don't know, the Pirates or the Penguins or something like that, and talking about Pittsburgh. And then as a Pittsburgher, this... This weird sort of pride washes over you when you hear or see Pittsburgh being talked about, Mm -hmm. uh, like on a national scale like that, like on a late night talk show or something, you know, when Permani Brothers is, you know, featured um, on On, a show or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it gives you this weird sort of pride. And we, we call that, I guess, feeling... A yinsplosion, when it's almost too much Pittsburgh to handle. This is, this is what we came up with with the show here. Warning. Warning. There is an overload of awesome Pittsburgh on the show right now. Oh, man. Too much. Overload. Pittsburgh. Yinsplosion. So it's just, it's that feeling you get of an overwhelming Pittsburgh, like, pride washes over you. So last night, uh, who is it? Joanne Rogers, right? The widow yeah. of Mr. Rogers. And, of course, the uh, the documentary uh, is out with Mr. Rogers about his life. And then uh, the movie with Tom Hanks is going to be coming out. Uh, a, a lot of Mr. Rogers happening, right? Uh, it's not like Mr. Rogers ever wasn't cool, but there has been a like just national, I guess, rebirth and respect mm-hmm. for Mr. Rogers. So she's on uh, Jimmy Fallon last night, and this is kind of the intro here. Thank you so much for being here on The Tonight Show. I'm so happy to be here. Huh. You know, this kid grew up with the program. Yeah, I did. I grew up with the, with your husband. Yes. Absolutely. I, yes. I, was, I was a neighbor. Right. <laughs> Was his name, I, I love the show so much as uh, so much of our generation loved it so much. He's just such a kind and, and compassionate uh, uh, guy. Jimmy, I wouldn't have come at age 90. I would not have come from Pittsburgh to hear for anybody beside you. Oh, that's got to make Jimmy Fallon pe- feel pretty special, right? Yeah, he didn't really know what to say there. He's like, oh, he smiles real big. Yeah, right? So then uh, they start talking about the documentary and everything and what Jimmy Fallon kind of learned from it in the weirdness of the number, I guess, 143. I, I was fascinated because I saw the documentary. I, I was excited even before the documentary came out. And then I watched it, and you're going to love it. There's so many things I didn't know about him, and uh, I, I didn't know about the significance of the number one four three yeah can you tell everyone about that he really wanted to remain at one four three all his life he weighed one forty yeah 
Yeah. All his adult life, yeah. I should say. He he swam every day. He was very pleased when he'd get out of swimming, go and get on the scale. One, four, three. Yeah. And it was one was I, four was L O V E love, three was Y O U. Uh, I love you. Yes. <laughs> he had enough love to go around. I mean, we didn't deserve Mr. Rogers, right? <laughs> The world didn't deserve a man as awesome as Mr. Rogers. When you just hear the stories like that, like off-camera, real-life Fred Rogers stories about how he always wanted to maintain his weight around 143 because that was his way of saying, I love you. We get to claim him here. What sort of human being thinks that uh, amazingly? Uh, I don't know, but, uh, you know, seeing her on Fallon last night and just the the love that Mr. Rogers is getting with this documentary and everything, and it's not going to stop because that, that other movie is going to come out with Tom Hanks yeah, playing uh, Fred Rogers. And it's huge. Just, it, listen, it is just a big, massive, giant Mr. Rogers explosion, and everybody in Pittsburgh should take a lot of pride and smile whenever he's mentioned like that. Mike and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It's the morning freak show. Uh, Anthony Bourdain, um, you know, took his own life. Um, when was that? Was that earlier this week? Last week? Like mm, a couple days ago. Yeah. I actually watched a lot of uh, Anthony Bourdain Parts Unknown. Like, I never really watched that show. But, you know, I, I knew plenty of people who loved that show. Uh, Anthony Bourdain Parts Unknown, where he would just go to different... Uh, whether it was a city in the United States or a different area of the world and just talk to people and eat their food that they're accustomed to uh, eating. What was the other show he had? No Reservations? No Reservations, too? yeah. I remember he did a show in, in Pittsburgh, too, and I mentioned this after he passed, too, which he didn't do the typical go to Permani Brothers and, hey, they put fries and coleslaw on their sandwiches in Pittsburgh, you know? He was going to... You know, smaller places that maybe people that even live in the city had never heard of. I think he ended up at some local wrestling, if I remember right. Yeah, he did, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's an awesome show. And like I said, I was watching a lot of it over the weekend. But um, it was supposed to be taken off of Netflix at the end of the week. And, of course, a lot of people are searching for Anthony Bourdain Parts Unknown now uh, to, that maybe have not seen the show or... You know, just reflecting on how great of a show that was and are looking for it. Because I saw plenty of people tweeting, hey, you only have until June 16th to watch it on Netflix. Well, Netflix came to the rescue yesterday and tweeted out, some fans have noticed that Anthony Bourdain, Parts Unknown, was scheduled to come off Netflix uh, U.S. on June 16th. And as of today, we've extended our agreement that will keep Parts Unknown on the service for months to come. So good move there by Netflix, because I know I did it this weekend. I probably watched four or five episodes of Bourdain Parts Unknown, and it was pretty awesome. Now, of course, I'm very uncultured, so I just hit all the U.S. cities first. <laughs> you <laughs> you know, haven't spread like, your wings yet? I, I went to the cities that like I've been to first, just like, okay, I'll watch the Detroit episode. I'll watch the Jersey episode. And so, like, all right, well, I guess I'll, I'll just I'll, – I've never been there, but I'll watch the Nashville episode. Okay, watch that. And just like, ooh, do I want to watch Peru? I don't know if I'm ready for Peru yet. <laughs> uh, Those so, are definitely shows, though, that you can drift into, and then just, you know, it's five, four or five hours later, and you're like, wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can definitely get lost in that. So it's uh, it's remaining on Netflix, so don't feel like you have to binge watch Anthony Bourdain Parts Unknown in the next couple days. You remember uh, in Denver, the dancing FBI agent who shot the guy? Oh, yeah, he did the backflip and the gun fell out. And Just yeah. an amazing story. Uh, 29-year-old Chase Bishop was his name. He was a uh, an FBI uh, special agent. He was uh, dancing at Mile High Spirits. This was back in June 2nd. He was on the dance floor. He did a handspring. His gun fell out of his holster onto the floor. When he went to pick it up, he fired off a shot. <laughs> it ended up striking, uh, striking a guy in the leg. Yeah. You know, the guy didn't die or anything like that. He just got shot in the leg. Uh, <laughs> he turned himself into police yesterday and is now awaiting charges. Uh, they're actually going to throw some charges on this guy. I mean, he did shoot a person. I mean, after the shot fired off, too, he just kind of tucked it back into his waistband like nothing happened. Yeah, that was the weird thing, too. He put the gun back in his pants and walked away with his hands up just like, oh, I just shot the gun. Did he not bad. realize he, he shot the gun? Either way, I don't think he's going to get charged with anything like too major. I don't even know if he's going to face jail time. Looks like second degree assault, uh, probably, because obviously he didn't mean to shoot the guy, but he did have to turn himself in. There is a mugshot. And he will have a record, all because he just couldn't. What was the song at? Was it uh, Where the Party At? Jagged Edge and Nelly. Jagged Edge Nelly. When that Jagged Edge and Nelly hit, he could not contain himself. He had to do a damn, you know, uh, a handspring on the dance floor and ended up shooting a guy and now has a record for it. Uh, Laura sends us a link here. I'm surprised you guys haven't discussed this brave little fella yet. Ah, uh, yeah, this story's all over the place. It was all over the Today Show and Good Morning America. The raccoon. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a raccoon. Where was that? Minnesota? There's a raccoon that was, like, climbing a building. Uh, I don't know. 25-story building, a raccoon was climbing it, so everybody was taking pictures. Like, wow, look at the raccoon. People were taking pictures in the building of the raccoon, like, outside of the window climbing it. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I don't know. Office lady just lined up around the window. Oh, good goodness. Let me take a raccoon selfie. A lot of people are saying it's uh, Rocket Raccoon from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Did James Gunn actually tweet about it? Did he? Well, I didn't see it. He's the guy who directs uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yeah. Uh, he said, I'll donate a thousand bucks to the non-political charity of choice to anyone who saves this raccoon. I can't handle this poor dude. Well, you can't throw that out because somebody's going to try to climb the building for a thousand bucks to try to capture the raccoon. Yeah, the thing's just on like a, how, is it like a windowsill. No, like a ledge, ledge yeah. yeah. Like, I don't even know how the hell it got up there. You know what that raccoon is? You ever watch like videos, uh, YouTube, Facebook, whatever? You'll you'll randomly stumble across a video of people who don't like have any sort of fear of heights at all, and you'll see them like in Dubai, oh, like yeah. jumping from building to building mm. or something like that, or in Hong Kong, walking on the edge of a building oh, with like a, God, a GoPro like above oh. their head, so you see all the way down. Those videos, those videos should be banned. Oh, they make me feel so uncomfortable. Like, I feel like I'm, I am I, I get dizzy when I watch those videos. I feel like I'm going to throw up. Uh, I feel like the raccoon was just doing his own version of that. Raccoon's just trying to go viral. You know what I'm saying? Can't a raccoon go viral? He knew he had to do something outstanding, so he decided to climb a skyscraper. The raccoon just wants to go viral. Um... 
we talk a lot about uh, naked people uh, on the show, right? Yeah, we do. Um, last mean, they, week. They got to get naked first for us to talk about them. Last so. week, there was a guy uh, running around Pittsburgh two days in a row, back to back, completely naked. Uh, Jeff tweets us, what would you guys do if the naked jogger shows up at the 5K this week and the Inzer 5K for the Light of Life Rescue Mission and high fives you guys? Get that exclusive. Well, listen, I can't encourage anybody to get naked. Can't get naked in public. That's against the rules. But I would love for one day somebody to come up to us and say that they're the guy. They are the naked jogger. I want to know their story. I want to know how they went back-to-back days of getting naked. I just want to know how they got from Carson Street to Mount Washington. Yeah. Like up on Grandview. Like he had the Minnesota raccoon inside of him, man. He just wanted to go viral. (laughs) He did. He went Yinzer viral. University of North Carolina psychologists found that most Christians think God looks a lot like them. A young white dude. A lot of times over the course of history, from Michelangelo to Monty Python, God is shown as an old, white-bearded Caucasian man. But for some reason, North Carolina, the university down there, had researchers uh, and psychologists study a sample of 511 Americans, Mm. 330 men, 180, uh, 181 women. Mm. All right, that's balanced. 26% black, 74% Caucasian. All right, I mean, what do you think they're going to say? It's a balanced study. You ask a bunch of white dudes what they think God's look like, they're going to say he looks like a white, a white dude, right? If you survey 330 women and 181 men, they might say, you know, God's a woman. How is that? A, how is that legit research? How can you come to a conclusion of this is what people say God looks like? We talked to four hundred dudes, so through different descriptions of the face and all that stuff of what they were asking people what they think God looks like, they came to the conclusion that out of all these people, five hundred and eleven Americans, they say uh, God looks like a young white dude, not like an old white dude with a. Uh, a beard, but white, and a man. My God has a curly mustache. My God ran around Pittsburgh naked twice last week. <laughs> Miss Mikey and Bob this morning. Bow down to our lack of overall show. Yeah. All right, Mikey and Bob, it is the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. This week's zooming by, right? Yeah, it's going. Uh, Joe tweeted us here. Forgot to tell you guys, I was at uh, Pittsburgh Pride over the weekend. Saw Window Nation there. And they were telling me Mikey and Bob are their best advertisers. I agree. You two are number one in everything. Wow. How about that? 866-90-NATION. That's nice. Yeah, if you need new windows, windownation.com. Uh, before we get out of here, freak show question of the day today. This will be around 5.30 with Tall Kathy. Uh, get the question right. Win yourself a prize. Uh, this week, I believe you're getting Cedar Point tickets, right? Yeah, four tickets to Cedar Point, man. That's nice. That's awesome. I love Cedar Point, man. I haven't been there in years, but that place is just magical. And, you know, my daughter, uh, Addison, have your kids been to Cedar Point yet? No. Uh-uh. I feel like we should do family weekend trip to Cedar Point. I, uh, I don't ride roller coasters. I know. I, I'm too tall, so... Me and you could just like 
sit at the end of the ride and wait for them to get off the ride. I ain't riding roller coasters. I'm too tall. I broke my tailbone on a roller coaster before. It was one of the stand-up roller coasters, mm-hmm. and I was too tall for it. And But they didn't tell me I couldn't go on it. A stand-up roller coaster ain't made for tall people. Cracked my man's cheeks. Yeah, I remember having a... Cr- I, I, I remember it didn't feel right, and I went back to the hotel after, and I remember I sat on the toilet, and I felt like I was going to pass out, and I just felt sick all weekend. Like, I had real bad motion sickness. It was... It was crazy. Like, I felt like I was always on the roller coaster. Like, it wouldn't stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd lay in bed, and I'd feel like I was on like, the roller coaster. and I'd like have motion like, sickness? Yeah, real bad. Real bad. That sounds awful. So then I went back to the doctor. And then your cheeks hurt, too? And like then, your tailbone? Yeah, like, uh, like a cracked tailbone. Awful. Now, does tailbone hurt in the crack area? Is that where it hurt? Yeah, lower. It, it's like your lower. Or is it just crack. like lower back? It's like your lower crack right there. Oh, like man. lower back where it meets the butt, like tailbone. That right doesn't there. sound good. Yeah. What was I talking about? Oh, freak show question of the day. Around 530 with tall Kathy. Question of the day today. Who? Did you just burp? Was I'm that, sorry. Was that a burp I in there? I didn't mean to. You weren't even going to acknowledge that burp? I was going to let you do questions. It's a little day. pause in me talking. Burp. Question of the day, who tweeted out, I be taking naps? (laughs) Kanye West. (laughs) For as much as he tweets and the different variety of things that he tweets on and speaks his mind about, who's the man who tweeted out, I be taking naps yesterday? It's Kanye West. Which could be the most universal it's good. tweet that he's ever tweeted ever. You can, you can think whatever you want about Kanye West, the person he is, his beliefs, his music, uh, you know, what he stands for. Everybody can come together and, and, and really feel that Kanye tweet. I be taking naps. Mm-hmm. Uh, more Kendrick Lamar tickets with Tall Kathy around 430. If you missed any of our show today, stream and download full episodes on the free iHeartRadio app, it's the Mikey and Bob podcast. We're, head, uh, we're heading over to Children's Hospital uh, in a little bit this afternoon. They're having their patient champion medal ceremony uh, this afternoon. Me, Bob, and Brett Kiesel coming together for that. Basically, uh, kids that are at Children's Hospital, patients there who can't participate in uh, next Saturday's Walk for Children's event. Nice little ceremony for them today. That, isn't that so awesome? Yeah. Like They think everything at Children's Hospital, man, and make those kids feel special. Like if they wanted to go to the walk next Saturday in Shenley Park that we're, we'll be at too, and they can't make it, like they do a whole medal ceremony. That is the best, man. They are the best at Children's Hospital. So we'll be over there um, in a little while. And the Walk for Children's next Saturday, me and Bob will be at in uh, Shenley Park, uh, walkforchildrens.com. You still have plenty of time to sign up and come out and walk. Or if you just want, if you, you know, if you can't make it next weekend, you just want to donate, help out the kids and everybody at Children's Hospital, walkforchildrens.com is the website. Again, that's walkforchildrens.com. Okay, thank you, everybody. All right. HD Pittsburgh. Let's go. This is On Air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, let's go. 